Hi guys and welcome back to You're So Rude. Today we have Ashika of the Jakaria Sisters. If for some reason you don't know who the Jakaria Sisters are, they are three sisters who blew up on TikTok this summer and currently they have 9 million likes on TikTok almost 600,000 followers on TikTok. So if you don't follow them, get them to 600,000. And if this goes up after they hit that milestone, help them hit the next one. Um, and they currently have 62,000 followers on Instagram. I'll plug all of their social media in the description. But yeah, so today we have Ashika, the youngest of the three. Hi, everyone. <laughs> It's so, so good to be here. Thanks so much, Kavya. Yeah, of course. Um, so obviously Sam is not on this episode, but she'll join us in another episode of the season. Um, so we have a few questions, a few like different um, topics that we I want to cover with Ashika. Um, and so I, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about why and how you and your sisters decided to start your TikTok and what it felt like to kind of hit that first milestone. Yeah, for sure. So um, just to start with how we started our TikTok is kind of a crazy story. So uh, we all came home for quarantine in March when our schools were kind of like, go home, you're not allowed on campus anymore. So it was our first time being home in like 10 years all together. And so we were like, why don't we start dancing together like we used to when we were younger, um, since we grew up dancing. And so uh, I had a TikTok account, I showed Rishika, I was like, hey, look at TikTok, it's really fun. There's some really cool dance trends. And so um, she downloaded the app. And then on her TikTok account, we actually posted our first dance video together. And um, at the time, it was still called Rishika Jakaria. That was the username. Um, we weren't like expecting anything going into this it was obviously just for fun um like I said we were home for quarantine so it was a very we weren't expecting any of this to happen in March we thought we would still be at school um so then we posted a video there we continued doing some dance trends and we were like this is kind of fun it's more of like a sister thing to like hang out with each other while we we're also doing school virtually um and then that's when we kind of had a, our first couple of videos blow up. So our first one that went kind of viral was the Oh Na 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 challenge. Um, it was like, Oh Na Na Na, Oh Na Na Na. But we did it with Dandia, like Ross style. And yeah. so that was the first one. And then after we posted that one, we were like, whoa, like there's a huge Desi community on TikTok. Um, so many South Asians on that app. Why don't we continue to make dance trends since we're all trained in dance, but then kind of add our own South Asian twist to it. And so that's how we kind of gained that virality. And then next thing you know, we posted Gamaria, which was our first Gerberas dance on that app. Um, that one went completely viral. We kept seeing uh, people recreating the Gamaria dance trend on that. And that's when we started getting our first like milestone and uh, reaching like 100k, 200k followers, which was just so, so exciting. And that's kind of what pushed us to keep creating, keep spreading um, on different platforms. So then we created an Instagram account. We have a YouTube channel now. So um, that was the start of it all. It wasn't expected. We went into it um, not, you know, thinking that this was going to become a thing, but now it's kind of like we, we, we could potentially make a career out of it. We've had so many opportunities, so many open doors. Um, so we, we've been really excited and a lot has changed in the past eight, nine months, um, which is just really exciting. Yeah, that is all so cool. I remember, so at the beginning of quarantine, I was super against TikTok. I was like, it's all, it's all just like all these really young girls like dancing. And like some of those dances were a little vulgar and like young girls dancing to them. It just made me really uncomfortable. But then eventually like I saw your TikToks were being posted on Instagram, like being reposted by other bigger accounts. And I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait 
wait. <laughs> so I finally caved and I did download it. Um, I think your account was one of the first accounts that I followed on TikTok. And it's just been so nice to see such a big basic community on TikTok. So right now my TikTok is a perfect blend of like criminal minds and Daisy TikTok and it's amazing. <laughs> that's a very big mood. It, that's kind of similar to uh, my tic- I have my own personal TikTok and it's just like dance videos, like especially South Asian dance and then dogs, <laughs> just like dog videos. So I get that so much. <laughs> you don't need anything else, like your brown community yeah. and then dogs. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was watching a recent video of yours that you posted on your YouTube channel and all three of you guys said that you had been trained when each of you turned to the age of three. So what styles are you trained in? Yeah, so like you just said, um, when we were each three years old, our mom actually put us in Russian classical ballet dance classes. Um, so we grew up in Brooklyn, and there was a huge Russian community out there. So our mom decided to put us in ballet classes at a very, very young age. So we trained in that pretty much our whole lives, I think, um, up until college at least. And then... Um, as we continued our dance training in ballet, our mom also decided to put us in different dance styles, including Bharatanatyam, because obviously that kind of connected us to our roots back home in uh, India. And then we also trained in ballroom. We did Bollywood dance for a majority of our lives. Um, and then when we were uh, in middle school, we all went to this gifted and talented middle school. And so we were in the dance program there. So we got to train in like jazz, tap, hip hop. Um, and then after that, I went to a performing arts high school. So I got to even more heavily train in some of those styles. Um, when Omega and Rishika went to college, College. They were both on college dance teams. So Rishika was on in the Bunger circuit. She was also in the Ross circuit. Omega did more salsa training. Even after college, she like competed in salsa um, internationally. Um, and then now that I'm in college, I'm almost on the dance team here. So I do a lot of more contemporary and hip hop, all of that. So we've had a very, I guess like we have a lot of different dance styles um, that we've trained in and we, we love learning more. Um, there are definitely some that each of us excel in. So we love like teaching each other and having each other kind of learn um, some of the ones that we really like. So that's kind of our, our dance training. <laughs> it's a lot, but um, definitely still eager to learn more and, and train in different styles. That is incredible. And you said like you are on a team now. So Ashika is at Georgia Tech studying for her undergrad and you were part of GT Gold Rush, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that is their yeah. dance team. Yeah, so we're part of the athletics at Georgia Tech. Um, so I am a student athlete, and we are part of the spirit program. So that includes our mascot, the cheer team, and then the dance team. Okay. And so we cheer and dance at all the football and basketball games throughout the season. And then we also compete nationally. So at the end of the year, we'll be going Hopefully this year we'll be going in April. Last year was canceled, but um, hopefully we'll be going in April to compete in Florida where we'll um, do a jazz dance and a hip hop dance and we'll compete against some of the other D1A college dance teams. This last fall of 2020, it was a wild semester. So were you guys able to dance? Was there football games to, were there football games for you to dance at? Yeah, so... There, there were still things going on even during COVID. Um, so we did dance at the football games. Uh, this le- season was just delayed a little bit, so it started in October as opposed to August. Um, and then we stood in the stand, so we weren't allowed to be on the field since that was only for the um, the, the football team. And so we stood in the stands. We were all like six feet apart. We all danced wearing masks. So 
It was kind of frustrating to see like some of the fans in the stands not wearing masks, especially since we were dancing in masks. Um, but we definitely had those. And then actually yesterday or two days ago, I had my first basketball game. So I was back in Atlanta to dance at my first basketball game of the season, which is going to go on until March. So um, things are still going on. It's just looking a little bit differently. We're not allowed to be on the court or the field. We're just dancing in the stands. Um, and then we have to wear masks when we dance, which is difficult, but it's a good breathing exercise. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, I just want to take this moment. I don't know when this episode's going to go up since it's part of season three, but if this dance team can wear masks while dancing, y'all can wear your masks while going to the store. I'm assuming that we'll still be in covid when this episode goes up so just wear a mask please <laughs> yes snaps at that <laughs> um yeah our Truman didn't have any sports except for like track and field um this last semester and I know that like the public schools here in town they are really pushing for students to start playing football but it's like can you wait please <laughs> yeah um, it's definitely dangerous but um uh, I think I think some like efforts were made in terms of safety at Georgia Tech, which was nice. And then we obviously had like testing every week and all that. So um, there there was definitely like some sort of system in place. It was just like not ideal sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so outside, this is actually something that I realized like within the last couple months. So you're on GT Gold Rush and you have been dancing for all these years, but I realized so. We were talking about DDN. GT Gurbani was, they had a, like, bachelor, bachelorette theme back in, like, 2018, I think. And you were, you were starred in their theme. And I didn't realize that that was you up until just a couple months ago when I think you had reposted it on your story. And I was like, oh, wait, I love that theme. And it's just, like, super cool that this is kind of coming full circle that, um, you were there. So how did that happen? How did you get involved with that? Yeah, so there's a huge uh, Brown community here at Georgia Tech. So my first year at Tech, I wasn't even on Gold Rush. Um, it's just the way that auditions happen. It happens when you're a senior in high school. I didn't know I was coming to Georgia Tech yet. So um, I wasn't on the team yet. And I was like, I really want to get involved with the Thisy Dance Network. My sister was in it in Ross. So I was like, let me join the Bollywood um Bollywood team here at Tech. So I was on ATL Sathrangi, which is the all-girls team. Um, and so I did that for a year, and I had so much fun. I went to, like, three different competitions. I went to UTD. I went to um, University of Cincinnati. It was, it was just so cool um, going to all these different schools and then meeting so many different people from different dance teams. Um, and then at the same time, we would practice, practice alongside GT Kurbani. So some of my closest friends are also on that team. And um, I, I think that's when I started like getting to know a lot of the Brown community here at tech. And then, um, fast forward the next year, I was already on gold rush cause I I auditioned for gold rush and I was like, this is kind of what I want to do here at tech for the next three years since I already got a taste of the DDN. And then while I was on gold rush, like I said, some of my friends were on queue and they were like, well, we need a girl to be the bachelorette on, um, during like when we go to BA for our, um, our theme and so I was like yeah I would love to do it I think it'd be a really cool opportunity to dance um especially at Bollywood America like that's 
you know, one of the dance competitions you always like dream of being at um, when you're growing up. So I got to do that. And it was just a really overall cool experience, especially because I knew a lot of the people on the team and then plus dancing um, in front of such a large crowd. And then also it was in Atlanta that semester. So um, it was like my home crowd, you know, like all the people in the audience were people that either went to Tech or Emory or like Georgia State. So it was like familiar people and um, just a really, really cool experience. And then we uh, placed third, which is awesome. So it was, yeah, I definitely, definitely will remember that as one of the cool experiences I had during my college career. That's awesome. Congratulations on that third place. So we covered how you started a YouTube channel, you and your sisters, and your little puppy made an appearance on this latest video. Um, like I said, I will include links in the description below to subscribe and follow you guys everywhere. Um, so what, what made you want to start the YouTube channel? Um, yeah, so this was sometime over the summer that we started the YouTube channel. Um, we already had TikTok and Instagram, and we saw that a lot of dance accounts typically also had YouTube, and we thought that would be a really cool place to explore and kind of, um, be a safe space for us. So we noticed that TikTok was like short form videos where it'd be like 15 second dances, all that. Instagram was a little bit longer. We experimented with like IGTV. Now we're doing reels, which is like a little bit different than TikTok too. Um, but then YouTube is like very different from all of that. It's like typically two to three minute long videos. And then at the same time, people kept asking us a lot of questions. So we were like, why don't we have our first video on YouTube kind of be a get to know us and have a Q&A. Um, so we... It was, it was just like the perfect timing. That's how we kind of started the YouTube channel. And so our first video was get to know us, a Q&A um, where we answered some of like the very common questions that we either got in DMs, comments, or even like we posted a story once where people responded to it. Um, and then after that, we were like, okay, this could be a really, really cool place for dances, or it could also be a really cool place for us to mess around and have fun with each other and kind of show our sister dynamics. So we did a couple things like that too, where we played some games. Um, and then we also wanted to dance a little bit more and create those longer form videos that are like, longer than TikTok and Instagram. So that's kind of like what's on our uh, channel right now. We are also kind of working on lifestyle com content. So we did some vlogs um, when we had some really cool opportunities. We did like some behind the scenes of that. Um, Rishika did some skincare video to show, um, you know, what we use typically on our faces because that's what we were getting questions about a lot. Um, and then, yeah, we have some cool things coming up, hopefully some vlogs of what it's like to be at school since we all do such different things at school. Um, so, so we're excited about that in the next upcoming year. Awesome. So speaking of what you guys do at school, so we covered like extracurriculars that you may be involved in. What are you actually studying at GT? Yeah, so I'm studying to be an industrial and systems engineer uh, with a concentration in supply chain engineering. Um, so it's it's very much like a combination of business, math, and computer science. I take a lot of those types of courses. Um, and then obviously with like a background in engineering, so a lot of the physics and, and um, hard science classes. Um, and then after graduation, I will be working at L'Oreal full time um, as a manufacturing engineer. That's incredible. Props to you for like, doing physics because it just goes right over my head <laughs> I had to so at Truman we have to like take at least two science classes to graduate and I pushed my science classes as far back in my four years as I possibly could because I was like I cannot take science I'm not a science person um and it's my okay. <laughs> my only options were chemistry and physics and I was like 
I want to stay as far away from physics as I possibly can. <laughs> so I chose chemistry, which honestly, this was the best, last semester was the best semester to take it because it was online and it was super easy. That's very funny because um, I actually, when I was choosing between the different sciences to take, I wanted to stay as far away from chemistry as possible because that just that also just goes right over my <laughs> head. Um, but yeah, and and then also like you're you're going to law school, so you excel in very different things. I personally, English is not my those classes are just not my strong suit. So good for you for excelling in those. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so. I saw, like we said, we, you got a puppy, you and your family recently got a puppy, and you kind of talked about this on your YouTube channel, but how did you convince your parents to get you a dog? It was almost impossible. I mean, um, they definitely did not want one in the beginning. Um, my mom was kind of lenient. She was like, oh, like, I want a puppy, but like, I know it, puppies are also a lot of responsibility. They make a huge mess in the house. Um, we also recently moved a couple years ago, so we didn't want to like ruin the house or anything like that. Um, and then my dad was completely against it. He, he was most for the re mostly for the reason that like it makes a huge mess in the house. Um, but then uh, when I came home for December break, uh, right before like Thanksgiving, my sister and I were like, you know what, this is the perfect time to get a puppy. I'm going to be home for two months, um, you know. I can take care of it, train it, and then by the time I leave, like, it'll be potty trained and all that. So then we started looking into, like, different puppies that we were interested in, and we called the places, and we were like, oh, like, can we come see them on Friday or something like that? And we didn't tell our parents about it. And then um, right before that Friday, it was it was actually the the day after Thanksgiving, so Black Friday, we, uh, we were going to go visit the puppies, and then we told our mom, like, the day before, and we were like, by the way, like, can we go and do this? And she was like, yeah, I'll come with you. Um, but I don't think your dad will be too happy about it. Um, and then the next day we're about to leave and my dad is like, oh, where are you guys going? And we're like, we're going to see some puppies. And he was like, oh, I'll come with you. And I was like, what? Like, how have you like changed your mind so quickly? Um, but then right when we went, we went to our first appointment to see the puppy. Um, Cause we had like a couple puppies we were going to go see that day. And we instantly fell in love. And even my dad was like, this is the one, like, we're gonna get her and so we brought her home and ever since then she's been like the love of our lives my parents absolutely love her I don't know where that hesitation was coming from before but um they absolutely love her and um it was so sad to see her um and leave her two days ago but I'll be back soon so it'll be fine <laughs> she is so precious and she's a poodle mix yeah, she's a mini poodle. Um, she's three quarters mini poodle and then a quarter papillon. Um, and she's like only three months old, barely <laughs> over three months. So she's literally a baby. Oh, she is absolutely precious. So this next question that I have written down, it like seems kind of dumb. I, and I, I made a comment on that in the notes that I sent you. But like, who is Ashika Jakaria outside of the Jakaria <laughs> sisters? Like, out, take away the dance, <laughs> take away the TikTok fame, Instagram influencing, all that kind of stuff. Who, like, what do you like to do outside of all of that? <laughs> Honestly, dance is such a large part of my life. There is very little outside of dance for me, um, just because I spend so much time, and especially growing up, I spent so much time dancing. But I guess outside of that, obviously, I care a lot about the sciences and STEM and all that. So um, growing up, I was a huge especially in high school, I was a huge advocate for um, encouraging young girls to go into STEM. So in high school, especially, I worked at a summer camp in Austin, Texas, where I um, 
it was a, it was a summer camp for young girls aged like eight to 13 who were interested in STEM. And, um, basically I just helped out and wanted to be that role model for them to show them like, you know, STEM is a career for you. It's not just for boys. Um, you should not feel discouraged in any way to continue this as a career choice. Um, especially just cause I had been in that place before where I was told not to go into the sciences or go into the math, you know, and, um, it's just not a good feeling to be told that, um, and to be discouraged, especially in middle school and elementary school when that's like a very pivotal time for you to realize what you want to do. And if you, if you are told otherwise, it's, it's, it's disheartening. So, um, that's a very important, uh, issue for me. And so I did a lot of that in high school. Um, I even got to meet like Miss USA 2017, who was a huge advocate for STEM too, since she's a nuclear scientist. Um, so that was a really cool experience. Um, and then in college, I've tried to keep that up as much as possible, but, um, definitely just going into a career in STEM is, is what I want to do to, you know, hopefully show that young kids can also do that as well. Um, and then I don't know, other than that, like I said, dance is a huge part of my life. It's very hard to do other extracurriculars outside of that, outside of school and dance, because it's already a packed schedule. But I really like journaling, um, writing, and um, drawing. I have recently taken up, like, painting as a hobby. Um, I've been trying to do that as much as possible, just getting, like, blank canvases and just painting random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so what do you think, thinking right now, what is the future of the Jakaria sisters, as in, like, your TikTok fame, your Instagram, your YouTube? Um, all three of you are furthering your education, your careers. So do you see yourselves continuing to create uh, content on all of your platforms? Yeah, for sure. So, well, first off, school is very important to all of us. We definitely want to graduate and finish whatever we started so I'll be graduating this May Omika will be graduating this June in her MBA program and then Rishika has a couple years of law school left so um, it's very very important for us to finish it but also we are definitely keeping those doors open for the Jakari sisters just because there's so many opportunities that have come like I said just in these past nine months that you know we can't even imagine what um, is to come in the future um, so we're definitely going to keep that as an option. We're going to continue creating content as much as possible as long as we can because it's just such a fun thing to do as sisters and um, it's it's kind of strengthen our bond as sisters. So um, that's definitely not going to stop. Um, but like I said, we, we also want to explore our careers a little bit more. Um, but again, we're, we're open to see what happens. So we're going to play a little game of like this or that, Daisy style. Uh, and there were some questions, there were some of these that my mom was like, if she doesn't answer it this way, then don't post this. <laughs> um, so I'll like present the, like this or that, and we can kind of go through and talk about which one we would choose. Right, so okay. <laughs> the first one is Indian food or American food? Oh, um. I would have to choose Indian food over American food, assuming that American food is like burgers and stuff and like yeah. fries, but I would choose Indian food over that. I would also choose Indian food because there's just like, first of all, North Indian food and South Indian food, there's so many options. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, my, when I think of American food, I, like you said, I think of burgers and fries. I'm not really sure what else is included in American food. And that, that doesn't, like, yeah. I'm not, like, trashing 
American food at all. But it's like there are so many options when it comes to Indian food. Unless it's like really good pizza, <laughs> I would have to choose Indian food for sure. Um, burgers are not going to cut it. <laughs> do you guys eat meat? No, so we're vegetarian, but um, we we do eat a lot of burgers in terms of like veggie burgers or like black bean burgers, um, like the Impossible Burger, all of that. So um, we we definitely like have favorites in that, but. For sure, like, if we had to pick, even, like, in India, like, different types of food, oh, my God, easily that over over American food. <laughs> um, sari, saris or langas? Oh, langas are just so much more comfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was funny, for Diwali, we, so my sister had come home, she is a doctor in Arizona, so it was, like, exciting that she was able to come home, but... We were all wearing saris, including my mom. So it was like a train of the three of us, like trying to help the other person put on their sari and like <laughs> pinning it in the places that we needed to. So leggings yeah. are much less um, maintenance yeah, in terms less of like work. how to get them on. It's yeah, easier to put on. <laughs> and wearing like wearing saris are just so uncomfortable. It's like so heavy and oh, I can't move in them. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have a family member getting married. I need to think about whether I want to wear a sari or a lenga. Like, if I'm trying to get on that dance floor, I'm definitely not wearing a sari. <laughs> yeah, I got that. <laughs> okay, so Indian sweets or Indian savory snacks? Oh, to be honest, I'm not a fan of either. <laughs> but um, if I had to pick, like, Indian sweets over savory snacks, like, I just, I don't get how people eat Indian savory snacks so often it doesn't make sense to me but yeah sweets are like jalebi and like gulab jamun all of that is fine but even past that like I'm not a huge fan of Indian sweets wow (laughs) probably probably an unpopular opinion (laughs) I would have to say sweets my mom is like an avid chai drinker so she has to have like namkeen with every cup of chai she has so she would probably like she's the kind of person that would say savory snacks but like I feel like there's more variety when it comes to the sweets because a lot of the savory snacks I feel like at some point just starts to taste the same yeah no definitely and I think um Indian savory snacks they do go really well with chai and I don't drink chai like at all so that probably makes a lot of sense (laughs) do you prefer like coffee over chai or do you just not drink caffeine I don't drink caffeine I don't drink tea or coffee like chai tea coffee all of that like none of it um I'm not a huge fan of milk so oftentimes like chai is made with milk and then regular tea I don't like need it to get through the day so and then coffee is just too bitter for me so I'm like kind of happy I don't have a coffee addiction because like my roommates definitely have coffee addiction so they need it and if they don't drink coffee in the beginning of the day they can't focus girl I don't know how you do no caffeine I have to have like two cups of coffee before I can interact with people (laughs) okay the next one is Bollywood movies or Bollywood music I haven't seen a lot of Bollywood movies recently. I stopped watching after a while, but I would definitely pick Bollywood music over. Just because also I'm a dancer, so I, I like da- I love dancing to music, um, especially Bollywood music. But music mu- movies I haven't seen in a while, and they're just so long. I can't get through them. Um, I would definitely prefer like American movies over Bollywood music movies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> I do agree on the length. They can be it, it can be super annoying to like sit through a Bollywood movie. Um, but I would have to go with movies because with the oh. movies you get the music and the movie. Um oh, okay. so you kinda I like knock out two birds with one stone. But yeah, like the really, really long ones, like K3G, it's one of my favorite movies, but it is so long. So long, yeah. No, that's, like, there are definitely some classics. Like, there are classic Bollywood movies that, like, are some of my favorites, too. But some of the new ones that are coming out, like, maybe, like I just don't want to sit through three, four hours of movies just to find out if it's good, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but, like, that being said, like, I have watched recently, like, a couple good movies. Like, the other day when I was home, I watched, um, what was it called? I think it was called Love Yatri. And it was, like, a, it's, like, kind of Gujarati, but it's not. Because it's, like, about Navratri, but it's, I think it's, like, a Hindi movie. And it was pretty good. It was the, it's where the song, um. Kamaria? Not Kamaria. I think it's Dolida. Yeah. Dolita is like the new version of Dolita is from that so from that movie and and Akla Javit like you know the, oh, the one that's like popping off on yes, TikTok yes, right yes. now that's where that song is like that's the movie that it comes from and again it created great songs but the movie like the plot I was wasn't I wasn't a fan of and so like I just sit through that whole movie just to find out it wasn't good <laughs> versus like I feel like on Netflix like maybe it's also just Netflix where it'll just tell you like what's the top trending movies right now so typically a better shot and then Netflix just know like my Netflix knows me and tells me exactly what I want to watch yeah that's totally fair um I was listening to this podcast called the Bollywood Boys and they like review Bollywood movies and a perfect description for like Bollywood movies in general I heard um they it was they were reviewing Hamapka Hekon, like I think it was like a nineteen nineties movie. And I I personally really enjoyed that movie, but their review was like the entire movie was on Indian standard time. Like the plot showed up in the last thirty minutes of the movie. And like yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the first, yeah that's pretty much it. <laughs> the first two hours of the movie was like really happy, like family family's everything and then the last 45 minutes was the actual like drama of the movie yeah so that's exactly it like I think sometimes I can kind of direct these movies some like a little bit better <laughs> like if, if I told them exactly what they needed but again that's like based off of my knowledge of American movies <laughs> Garan Johar she's coming for your job but <laughs> okay so this next one India or the U.S. Oh, <laughs> that would have to be the U.S., but I, I do love India. Like, I've been there three times, um, just because all, like, all of my extended family is there, so we do go there to, like, see our extended family, um, and it's definitely, like, a really cool, cool place to visit. Um, I just don't know if I'd live there. Um, I feel like that's just, like, maybe not in my short-term goal, like, in the next five 10 years um but I don't know we'll see like what happens Omega lived there for two years she loved it it was a cool experience but now she's back and then Rishika spent a summer there she did an internship there so it's definitely like a really cool place for us um and like there are a lot of roots there and we love seeing our family we love you know exploring seeing the culture there like we love traveling all around India but um I definitely 
have a lot of stuff in them in America too, where it's like, I grew up here. I have a lot of friends and family here too. And, um, I obviously like go to college here. So a lot more memories. Yeah. Yeah. I totally feel that. I feel like India is more of a place for us to visit for a couple weeks, yes. maybe a month, but then like the U S is home. Um, the next one is, so, like, in terms of, like, Daisy jewelry, would you go, like, big earrings or big, ju- big necklace? Oh, I love earrings. And I think, I think the reason why I choose earrings more over a necklace is because some pieces now have, like, some, like, blouses will have high, um, like, what do you call that? Just, like, high tops where you don't need a necklace anymore so that you can just wear earrings and then just like every day I wear I love wearing these earrings regardless of like what my outfit is like not even in in Indian clothes um just because I feel like earrings just like make me feel very feminine and I don't need a necklace to do that so when I wear Indian clothes I love wearing like long dangly earrings because it just makes me feel so feminine um but again like nowadays blouses have really high tops so you don't even need necklaces sometimes yeah, I totally agree. I think, like, the only reason I would choose necklace is just because the earrings can be so heavy, and it, like, hurts to wear them, but, um, and also, like, my, the holes for my earrings are really small, so sometimes you really just have to shove those earrings in and just, They're like, uncomfortable, suffer. for sure. <laughs> They're definitely uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, um, but... Overall, I think I would choose earrings. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like the necklines are just so high that you don't need a necklace. Um, Western or in oh okay 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 I really like this one. Um, Western or Indian style weddings? Oh, definitely Indian style wedding. <laughs> definitely, I like when I get married. I definitely want to have like a really nice linga and like um, just like. Well, I also want, like, an Indian ceremony, um, and then, like, I love the idea of a reception being completely, like, Indian and not, not, like, Western, but just, like, completely, like, all out with the dresses and everything and having, like, all of your close friends and family also wear, uh, Indian and, like, South Asian clothes, South Asian-inspired clothes, so... I would have to choose that. That's, like, something I'm very much looking forward to. (laughs) Same. I, like, have a Pinterest board for my (laughs) wedding and everything. There's not a boy in the picture, but there's a wedding (laughs) in the picture. (laughs) There is a wedding in the picture. I keep telling my dad, like, I want to get married for the wedding, like, not Not the boy. boy. (laughs) Yeah, just do it without the boy. (laughs) Yeah. You don't need the boy. Just walk down the aisle to yourself. Right. Like, I'm so excited for all the beautiful clothing, for all the ceremonies. Because you guys are also Hindu, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there are so many ceremonies that come along with a Hindu wedding that I'm so excited for every single one of them. Yeah. Especially, like, the Haldi ceremony and the Mandy. It's, oh, I'm so excited. It's not going to happen yeah, for, like, the next Mandy's 10 years, but... <laughs> yeah. Like, long-term goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we already kind of answered this one. I guess you already kind of answered this question. Bollywood or Hollywood? <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> But I, I, so it's, like, obviously, like, when I have to choose, I'll choose Hollywood, but I do like Bollywood, like, um, I 
over a break, I binge watched Bollywood Wives with my family, and like, like obviously that's like not not like perfect Bollywood and like what you think of when you think of Bollywood, but um, I still love like the atmosphere and like hearing their perspective into you know what it's like to be a Bollywood wife and like be part part of like that elite society. So I love watching Bollywood movies and like seeing some of my favorite actors, but I would have to choose Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite Bollywood actor or actress? Who's my favorite Bollywood actor, did you say? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't even know. <laughs> so many to choose from. Right. I feel like Shah Rukh Khan's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he's in like every single movie. Um, but I, I really don't know. <laughs> I think my favorite, I have two. I love Deepika Padukone. Every single movie yeah. that she's in is just perfection yeah and Rithik Roshan has just been the love of my life for my entire life yeah (laughs) that's that's the thing there's so many like those are like two of my top two um and then I also I I loved Priyanka Chopra and then like when she like kind of transitioned to Hollywood like it she like made her own name for herself in Hollywood which is just really cool and awesome to see and then her marrying Nick Jonas was just like what (laughs) like (laughs) my universe has collided because like I love Nick Jonas and then like she was just like a really cool role model in Bollywood and (laughs) having them come together was like what (laughs) I know it was so weird like I I remember, like, in class, we talked about it because we were like, oh, my gosh, Nick Jonas is getting married. I'm like, yeah, to Priyanka Chopra. Like, Priyanka Chopra is also getting married. I don't know who that is. And I'm like, "Um, excuse me. Like, that's not just the girl from Quantico. That's, like, a Bollywood actress. Like, how do you not know her? Um, But, yeah, no, it was, like, probably every South Asian American's, like, world's colliding. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so this next one was one of the ones that my mom was like, if she doesn't answer this in the way that I want her to. Oh, no. (laughs) High stakes. Okay. Tom Cruise or Amitabh Bachchan? Oh, Amitabh Bachchan. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I don't, I feel like Tom Cruise, did I, wait, did I please your mom? Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, okay. So I, I think that Tom Cruise is like, not our generation like it's probably a little bit older like I and like Amitabh Bachchan is just again another classic in Bollywood so like that's different but Tom Cruise and I'm sure he's a classic in Hollywood too but I have not really watched a lot of his movies or like maybe I have I just like he's like older (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I totally agree I feel like with Amitabh Bachchan like when at least when I started watching Bollywood movies, he was still kind of, like, he wasn't quite yet, like, the older, like, dad character. Yeah. But now, like, we've kind of grown up watching him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now he's, like, the dad, older dad, the grandpa, and all of these movies. Oh, no, yeah. He's, like, the sweet little grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay. And he, he has, like, so much power in, he has so much power in, like, Bollywood. It's so cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he's another actor that has kind of been in both Bollywood and Hollywood movies. Yeah, yeah. He, what was he in? Was it The Great Gatsby? Yeah. He's in that movie. I, I think, I want to say that he was also, well, I don't, would Slumdog Millionaire be considered Bollywood or Hollywood? I think that's Hollywood. 
right? I, that's what I would say. I actually, I actually don't know. But was he, I thought, I thought, um, wasn't it Anil Kapoor in that? Yeah, you're totally right. I don't know why I said it with a bunch of in it, but I don't know. Um, yeah, definitely Anil Kapoor. Um, American or Indian holidays? Ooh, that's hard. I would definitely go with Indian holidays. I, like, obviously I love American holidays. Like, Christmas is a great time. We don't celebrate it religiously. We celebrate it, like, purely for, like, the traditions and gifts and all that. Um, I love Halloween. I love all of that, but it's, there's something different about Indian holidays than American holidays, and probably because it, like, also ties back to our religion. Um, being Gujarati, like, Navratri has always been, like, crazy time of year we always go to like so many different garbas like navratri is nine days and so we would go like at least four times um like all during the weekends always um so navratri is a really cool time the valley was always really festive um when i was home in like high school and stuff and then also when i went to college like like i said there's a huge brown community here at tech so there's just so many different events happening especially with like the clubs that are associated with um the Indian students, um, all of that. And then Holi's really fun. Um, all of that. Yeah. It's just a good time. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely agree. I do love like the, the holiday season in America with like Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's just like a good time for family to be together, but I would definitely go with Indian holidays because again, like you said, it's a lot, some of it is religious. So having being able to celebrate Diwali and Navratri. Um, do you guys fast for Navratri? Um, no, we don't. Okay. We we don't do, like, we do, like, the standard pujas and stuff, but, like, past that, we don't really do too much, especially because school is going on, so mm -hmm. um, it's, it's hard to uh, devote yourself completely <laughs> to the holiday. But, yeah, no, definitely, like, I feel like American holidays, it's, like, base level, like, traditions, and that's it. But, like, Indian holidays, it's, like, traditions, and then also like different like spending time with family and then different like activities so mm -hmm. yeah uh so we brought up like netflix and how uh like the desi community has kind of infiltrated with indian matchmaking and bollywood wives so bollywood wives or indian matchmaking sorry wait was it bollywood wives versus indian matchmaking yeah oh um <laughs> That's really tough. That's a really tough one because they're so different. I think I think Indian matchmaking is very realistic and like I feel like anyone maybe like between us like even we could probably relate to Indian matchmaking a little bit more just because like Bollywood vibes. I'm probably never gonna experience what that's like um, <laughs> being like that rich and that famous um, but but in Indian matchmaking, it's just, like, such a real topic that needs to be addressed because it affects so many people. Um, and then I think also it's really – so I would, I would choose Indian matchmaking. And then also what's really cool is, like, after that aired, um, some of, like, the cast members connected with, like, our account. And so it's been really cool talking to them and, like, kind of kind of building that relationship. So I, I definitely would have to choose Indian matchmaking because, again, like I said, it, it just relates to South Asian Americans so much. Um, but, yeah. That's so cool. I've actually not seen either of them. I watched the first episode of Bollywood oh, no. Wives. Um, and it was just so cringy. I could not get past the first episode. I am kind of like sworn off of Indian matchmaking just because like that is our lives that I'm like, I don't need to watch something about it too. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was definitely a really good portrayal. And then also it's like, People that are slight, 
the way that it made me feel better is like they're a little bit older than us so they probably feel the pressure a lot more than we do so it like probably impacts them a lot um but it's also really cool like to normalize like dating and like all of that in the in the Indian American community um which like isn't really normalized within like the communities I guess I don't know Mm -hmm. we were just in Arizona to visit my sister for the holidays and so she just turned 25 back in July and my dad was like you need to get married it's like there's a time for everything and you were at that time so my mom made her a shadi.com account and I'm like no (laughs) no um and so I'm always joking about uh so I'll be moving to Carbondale in August in Illinois and I'm trying to find a roommate, but I'm like, man, everyone that I've been connecting with is moving with their significant other. So my dad keeps saying, like, oh, do you need to have a significant other to move there? Is that what you're trying to tell me? And um, I, when I, like, came downstairs earlier today, like, I had my makeup on. I haven't, like, looked nice in forever. So my mom was like, oh, yeah, she's talking to her boyfriend. And um, I told my dad, like, yeah, now I can finally move to Carbondale. Now that I have a boyfriend, I can move to Carbondale. Uh, And we were saying, like, I can make these jokes because I'm only 21. Whereas if my sister was making these jokes, they'd be like, okay, well, then get married. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That makes sense. <laughs> is there any pressure for your older sisters to get married? I mean, I think, like, outside of our family, like, whenever we're talking to close friends or family, they obviously, like, bring it up, and they're like, oh, like, when are you getting married, or blah, 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 but, like, in my family particularly, like, our parents don't put that much pressure on it, because, like, they obviously care a lot about career first, so they think, okay, you like, eventually you'll get married, or, like, even if you don't, that's fine, like, eventually that'll work out but as long as you're doing what makes you happy and you like build a career that you want to make and you prioritize yourself first like that's fine too um but obviously like when we go out and stuff like people make comments but you just gotta ignore those things (laughs) yeah yeah for sure so how much older are Rishika and Omika than you so Omika is six years older than me um and then Rishika is only a year and a half older so she's a year in like school but she's like about two years older than me um in like age Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Did you, have you, like, enjoyed the perks of being the youngest where, like, your <laughs> older sisters fight your battles for you? <laughs> um, we talk about this a lot because we all have very different opinions about it. Like, <laughs> Omega will be like, Omega and Michigan always think, like, oh, I'm such a younger child. Like, I always get my way. My parents love me the most, blah, blah, blah. But I'll, like, kind of push the argument the other way and, like, say, well, you know, you guys are always acting like the older kids. You always act like I can't be older and like tell you guys advice and all that so like I think it goes both ways where it's like yes there are perks of being it the youngest but then there are also like kind of annoying parts of it where it's like people won't take you seriously as much and all that Um, but I think like we all have such different perspectives on it and we'll probably always think like oh our position is the worst position to be in which it like is not um so so yeah like if you talk to any of them they'll probably feel the same way. They'll be like, oh yeah, like being the oldest is the worst or being the middle is the worst. Like that's a very popular opinion <laughs> saying that being the middle child is the worst. But like, I think that's the coolest one. Like you get to be a younger and older sister. So I think that all of us have very different opinions on that. My sister brings it up 
all the time because she none of my family they're all just like well you're the youngest so like you can't have an opinion or you're too young for this conversation especially like when my parents made my sister the shavi.com account I was like okay give her some time like yeah she can do this on her own and my dad was like you're just a baby you don't need to be involved in this conversation um and my sister is always talking about how I'm so ungrateful because I never appreciate how she fought all of my battles and that conversation frustrates me so much because I'm like you may have fought those battles but I had to deal with the repercussions of you fighting for everything yeah Yeah, no exactly it's like there are pros and cons to both but I don't I don't know if either one is better or worse so yeah like I'm sure we would feel differently if we were in the other positions for sure, for sure. If I was the older one, I'd be like, oh, I wish I was the younger child. And if I was the middle, I'd be like, oh, I hate my spot. But <laughs> that's just, that comes with having two other sisters. So. Yeah. Do you ever wish, like, you had a brother? Um, not really. <laughs> I don't know. I think boys, or brothers specifically, it's just a different vibe. Um, and I think that, I, I do, I don't know if, this is, like, true, but I really think that if we had a brother, he would get a lot of attention from our parents, because, like, he would be the baby, especially if he was younger than me, he'd be, like, the child of the family, so, like, I, I just, like, don't know if I'd want one, um, but if I had an older brother, that'd be really cool, too, um, but I'm really, I'm really happy with having two sisters, because, like, we just bond on such a different level. I know, like, having a sibling that's the opposite gender, oftentimes, it's just, like, a different perspective than having, a sibling that's the same gender so um I'm like really happy that it's just two uh three three girls um and so we get to like talk about things that maybe we wouldn't be able to if we had another boy in the family yeah I totally agree and I feel like also within the Desi community like boys are just put on this pedestal and I don't think I would be able to deal with that (laughs) they'll they'll do the bare minimum and they'll get all the attention (laughs) yeah and I I'm not about that. <laughs> um, even my dad is enough to deal with having one boy in the house. <laughs> um, so that was all of like the this or that's and things like that. Oh, I did have one question that came to mind. So um, you said how with your parents, they when it comes to like marriage, they say focus more on school and then we'll talk about that later but when it came to starting social media and like being on TikTok being on Instagram was it ever like oh just focus on your studies beta or was it like we'll support you fully oh no they support us fully with dance and everything I mean our parents were the first ones to put us in dance so it would be kind of weird if they didn't support us at this point because they started that you know and so um throughout our lives they've always supported us like when I when we all went to that gifted and talented middle school, like we obviously had the choice of, you know, applying for maybe like computer science or a science subject or all that, but we chose dance and they supported us then. When I went to my performing arts high school, I had the choice of going to a very engineering based high school or I had the choice of going for dance and I wanted to become a dancer and they were like, we'll support you fully. So throughout our lives, even up until this point when we started TikTok, they've always supported us. And so when we started getting a lot of traction, we realized that like we could make a career out of this. They 100% supported us. They were like, this is a really cool opportunity. We're not going to let it pass. Um, Oftentimes dance 
or like dance is known for having like a short career um even though like that's not necessarily the case all the time where you know you can have a career for a long time in dance um they said this is obviously like your time to shine so we'll support you and like if that means school or like your job will have to wait that's okay um it's just whatever you want to do and I think we or like me specifically I don't want to speak on their behalf um I care a lot about my career but then also dance has been such an important large part of my life like literally time-wise large um that I'm okay with prioritizing both and so they they support that that's awesome I love to hear that (laughs) what are some long-term goals that you hope to meet in terms of your career with the the Jakaria sisters um I haven't really thought about that very much. Hmm. Or is there somebody that you'd want to collaborate with? Um, Yeah, no, I think there are a lot of people on our list of, like, who we want to meet and collaborate with. We definitely want to – or, okay, I'll I'll start with – so this whole journey has been, like, online, and it's been during quarantine, or, like – pretty much during quarantine like I know people are traveling but they really shouldn't be um but I think once this all ends we've made so many friends like on the internet like we've made so many relationships through social media like on Instagram on TikTok so we really want to get a chance to like fly out and meet those people a lot of them are in LA like all the big influencers are in LA for that so like I really really do want a chance to go there one day and like meet all the people that we've built a relationship with online um, because like meeting them in person is probably gonna be so different and so much more fun Um, and then hopefully like even collaborate with them Um, so that's like I guess a goal of ours and then I just want to continue building that community because there's so 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 many people on TikTok and on Instagram that are South Asian American especially or even just like in the South Asian diaspora that I think growing up when I was on social media I never saw so I think one, this isn't even like that quantifiable, but like one of our goals is just to be a part of that community and keep inspiring and um, dancing and spreading positivity through that, um, especially through dance. So that's just like our main goal. Um, No matter how we kind of figure out how we do that, um, we just want to continue to be a part of that community and be a part of like making that community larger because it's possible to make it larger. So that is incredible. And I, I do just want to say thank you for representation of the South Asian community because, I mean, I grew up in a small town. I never saw any representation outside of, like, myself and my family. So to see you and your sisters promoting South Asian um, trends and the community itself just makes my heart so warm. So thank you for that and for just, like, being being people that others can look up to thank you for that um that is what you're what you guys are doing is just really cool and I mean I appreciate it so much because just like seeing other people embrace our culture and doing so well with it is just really awesome to see so thank you yeah thank you (laughs) And I wanted to say thank you for sitting down with me today. I think that's all I have. Um, Like I've said, I will post links and everything in the description below so you can join the Jakaria sisters on their journey. And 
I am so excited to see you guys continue to grow and continue to reach all these milestones that I know that you will. Um, and good luck on honestly everything career-wise and school, all of that stuff. I'm very excited to see all three of you do amazing things. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks so much for having me. I had so much fun talking about our journey and all of that. Um, you can, you know, all of you listening, you can all follow us uh, at Jakaria Sisters on Instagram, TikTok. You can find us on YouTube, on Facebook, all of that. Um, and then my handle is just Ashika Jakaria, my name, followed by my last name. <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for listening. And um, yeah. Keep dancing. And you can find our social media at Your So Rude Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening and thank you again to Ashika. I will leave all of the links down in the description so you can follow their journey. Thank you so much and we'll catch you in the next episode.